Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to awesome episode number six of the White Tiger Podcast. We all get one chance at life. What are you doing with yours? All failures and successes in life start with you. You steer your own ship, control your own thoughts, and choose how you react to things that occur. Everybody deals with challenges. It's how you handle them that makes the difference. Proper advice and real-world answers can be hard to come by. And that's where the White Tiger Podcast comes in. Host Craig Casaletto has seen and experienced things most people don't and shouldn't. 15 years in law enforcement taught him many life lessons. And he's here with a raw perspective on the professional and personal challenges life throws our way. This is the White Tiger Podcast. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the supercalifragilistic episode of the White Tiger Podcast. And yes, you heard it right. I just dropped some Mary Poppins on you. I'm okay with it. I still feel manly about it. And if you have no idea who Mary Poppins is, I can't help you. Google it. In this episode, my goal is to make you feel very, very uncomfortable. Also... I'm going to tell you about why embracing the grind may actually be derailing your success. And finally, I'm going to talk about the importance of the yin and the yang in your life. And no, I'm not talking about your favorite hip-hop duo. So with that being said, I say we get this thing started. What is going on, everybody? Thanks for coming back. So I want to start this week's episode with a little bit of an issue that I'm having that you may find entertaining or may want to help out with. So as you know, in order for me to kind of spread the word about the podcast, since it's still kind of like in the beginning stages, really, this whole thing, is getting the word out. Getting the word out to people who are going to listen, who are going to maybe tell other people that there's some good information here, or there's like, if you really want to waste your time, tune into this guy's podcast, whatever it is, I want to get the information out there. And a lot of it is contingent on you guys, the listeners. One, because I think it's important that you guys provide some feedback, because feedback is always good both positive and negative. And secondly, also to provide some good content because there may be a lot of people out there who have questions that they're afraid to ask or want to get answered and here's a venue to do it from a different resource, right? So part of this process is actually trying to get the word out and one of the big tools or resources to do that is social media. Now, I'm not too sure how many people that are listening to this actually follow me on Instagram. I'm specifically going to talk about Instagram because I've been spending a lot more time on Instagram And it seems that that is really the venue, if you want to get people's attention and get the word out, that's probably where to do it. So with Instagram, listen, historically, I've never really much of a social media guy for specific reasons. One, for the most part, I was a pretty private guy. Second, in my career in law enforcement, I really didn't want to put any information about myself out there. You work with a lot of clients. I like to call them clients that aren't necessarily the pillars of the community. So I don't want any of those people knocking on my door asking questions or one knowing where I live and so on and so on and so on. So I refrain from getting involved to social media. But now, since I've kind of made a transition, social media is actually my friend, right? I want to try to get the information about the podcast out there and, and hopefully help some people out. So ventured into Instagram. So funny story is I've been trying to do these videos like these photographs with these videos of giving you kind of like a teaser for upcoming episodes. So this last week, I wanted to tease this 
previous episode, episode five, which was titled Ill Communication. It was about communication and so on. If you haven't heard it, go back and take a look at it or listen to it. You're going to enjoy it. And I think take away something from it. Um, so I was kind of plugging it and I had my, my goal was is to go in and find a good photo that was correlates with the theme of communication and then add my voice for like 20, 30 seconds or less than a minute, whatever Instagram allows you to, um, to plug in there and to put out a good post. So I, f- <laughs> so I find a photo that I like. The photo is, um, if you've seen it on Instagram, it says, uh, is a sign of it over a tunnel that says blow your horn. And actually that, that photo is from Alcatraz in San Francisco. That's, that's from the Alcatraz prison. So I said, this would be perfect. It kind of talks a little bit about communication. Sure. It would be a great static display to my audio, which is going to be playing, uh, over it. So I take the photo, put it in, record my audio, kind of plugging episode number five about communication, blah, 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 blah. Then I go out. I wanted to get it out. Didn't really kind of not my forte. Put it out, send it. And then I'm going back to see how many people actually liked it or how many people saw it. So I'm looking on Instagram. And then as I'm looking at the photo, I didn't realize this, but the actual photo was cropped when I uploaded it. So instead of saying blow your horn, all you could see were the words blow you. And I'm like, you know what? This couldn't happen. I couldn't even try. If I wanted to try to crop this just to get it to say blow you, I couldn't even do it. I couldn't even do it. It would probably take me like a hundred times and, and then I probably would just have to quit. But this one time that I happen to go in, record this audio and put this picture up, it just happens to crop itself just to the point where it says blow you. I, I, I couldn't do it. It was, it was ridiculous. So needless to say, I put out this post with this cover photo that says blow you. So I can only imagine uh, what people were thinking when they liked the post. Well, first of all, that if, if they saw the post, I would assume that most people saw the post and didn't actually do anything with it or maybe just like, this guy's a weirdo, I'm moving on. Or I don't even know if I'm more worried about the people that actually liked the post. I think that's, I, I guess it's kind of cool. Thanks, I appreciate the Instagram love. So thank you for that. But after I realized my blunder, I actually went back and then I readjusted the photo to what it originally meant to look like. And I was just waiting for some type of, you know, hate mail to come in. And my one listener, Mary Constance from Pismo Beach, she was on it like white on rice. Email to me, dear white tiger, didn't appreciate the blow you comment. Since I know I'm only one of three of your listeners, I'm ending our relationship. Good luck and Godspeed, Mary Constance. And there you go. Now I'm down to Jeff and Sheboygan and Uncle Bernard over at the Villages in Central Florida. So thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Oh, and, and a funny side note to this whole thing, which I think you'll find actually entertaining, again, at my expense, I say that a lot, but it's true, is like I'm, I'm actually selling a grill on eBay. So I've had the grill up for like seven, seven days. And literally, the grill has more followers than I do on Instagram. And this is not a joke. I am serious. The grill has more followers than I do on Instagram. So what does that tell you? You know, what does that tell you? They t- it, you know what it tells me is that that's all right. I'm starting at rock bottom. I'm moving up. I'm going to get good. Before you know it, I'm going to be the semi-pro of Instagram. I'll be launching out videos, stories, likes, you name it. 
I'm going to be dropping all sorts of stuff. Everyone's head's going to be spinning like, oh my God, this guy could barely get out a, 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 a simple post and now look at what he's doing. It's amazing. But the key is really is that obviously the point of this whole story is that social media is not my comfort zone, right? To be honest with you, I'm, I'm actually uncomfortable doing it just because I haven't had a lot of experience by choice. But I realize that in being uncomfortable, I'm actually growing. And that's kind of where I want to challenge each and every one of you because I've had this conversation with a bunch of different people. But yeah, you have to start to be uncomfortable in order to grow. Now, trying to venture out of your comfort zone is not easy. I mean, after all, comfort is is good. It's a good word. Being comfortable is good. But when you've been doing the same thing over and over again and you're in your comfort zone, it's kind of hard to force yourself to get out of it, especially when you've been doing the same thing over and over again. And it's comfortable, right? It's It feels good. But, you know, I think when you force yourself or try to encourage yourself to start doing things you don't normally do or start thinking ways you don't normally think and making yourself feel uncomfortable, you realize that you're starting to grow, that your mind is starting to grow, that your life is starting to grow. And that's the whole point is that you're forcing yourself to put yourself in these uncomfortable situations that are making you do things you don't normally do or think ways you don't normally think. And the result is growth, which is the whole point. You know, I could tell you a bunch of stories where, especially recently, I put myself in situations that were not comfortable and I continued to do it. And it's hard because it's easy for me just to go back to what feels good or what feels calming or comfortable. And the problem is, I think you realize in time, when you look back, I haven't gone anywhere. Like, I, here I am. I'm in the same place where I started. Like, I'm still doing the same thing that I do day in and day out for the last five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, my whole life. And, you know, for some, maybe that's okay. You know, and there's for a lot of others who want to improve that that's not okay. Like, I can continue to work where I feel good, like work in the bubble or the my zone where I feel good, or I can choose to get out of it and go for it. Because in order for me to be, to use some examples, in better shape, a better speaker, uh, better being a parent, better at my job and potentially getting opportunities to move up the professional chain and so on, I have to put myself in situations that are going to make me grow. If I have to get up in front of a lot of people and speak in front of a people and feel uncomfortable doing that, if that's not what I like doing, then I'm going to have to do it. We'll put myself in situations where... I can do that. If I don't feel comfortable in social settings, I'm going to do whatever I can do to try to put myself into social settings so I can feel uncomfortable and get to a point where I start feeling good about doing those type of things. And that's kind of where the growth happens. And it's important. It's actually very important. And for the longest time, I actually had a quote inside the locker, inside my locker at work. And the quote said, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. It was a quote by Neil Donald Walsh. And I looked at it every day. I got changed for work. And it's true. You know, I 
you know, as you go through these professional changes too, whether it was promotion and your responsibility changes, it's uncomfortable. It's like, all right, now I have more on my plate. Now I realize I have more responsibility. You know, I'm uncomfortable, but you know what? You grow and you learn. And before you know it, you're successful. And that's where it all starts. So go out there and make yourself uncomfortable because that's the whole point. That's how you're going to wind up doing things you haven't done before. And you're going to look back on yourself like, man, I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe I accomplished that. And it all just takes little baby steps. That's all. But it works. I promise. I can tell you from experience. And I'm still doing it. I'm, believe me, I'm, I'm still doing it on a daily basis. I have trouble doing things that I'm forcing myself to do. One of them obviously being social media. And I'm going to continue to, uh, you know, forge through it and, uh, and conquer it and hopefully move on to the next uncomfortable situation. So in addition to forcing myself to do these uncomfortable things, I'm also looking for other avenues or resources that can help growth. And one of those things I like to, uh, to follow and to seek out is like motivational stuff. Like I'm into the motivational stuff, like whether it be a motivational book or a a motivational video or some quotes, or there's a bunch of stuff out there uh, from a lot of good resources uh, in reference to motivation. Now, one of the common themes, uh, one of the common words I should say that I've seen in reference to a lot of motivational stuff is the word grind. And talking about like embracing the grind, like going through the daily grind and and going out there and grinding and grinding and grinding because grinding is part of that formula for success. You got to go out there and you got to do it. You got to do maybe do something else that someone's not in order to achieve your goals, you know, and if that other person is just you do something that you're not doing in order to achieve your goals and embracing that grind. I even think there's a book out there called Embracing the Grind. So as I started thinking about it, I started to think about the word grind. Now, the word grind itself is not necessarily a positive word. You know, uh, if, if you were to look it up in the dictionary, I don't think it's necessarily something. It's, it's, it's breaking down something, whatever. I think the only time the, the word grind is going to be a positive word is if you're at a club and you're on the dance floor. So other than that, I don't think necessarily it's, it's a positive word, especially when you put it in the, in the term of the daily grind because who the hell wants to do the daily grind? Daily grind sucks. It's like, yeah, when I'm doing a daily grind, it's negative, right? So I know a lot of people who kind of preach and teach performance and and getting to the next level talk about the grind. And I was thinking about how people kind of maybe force themselves to embrace it in order to get to where they want to get to or realizing that it's, hey, listen, it's an important part of the success formula. Like I have to do this in order for me to get to where I want to get to. And I, I think for me personally, I, I hear that stuff and I, I read that stuff and I'm like, man, I got like a problem with this. Like I don't necessarily know if grinding is long-term going to be for your benefit or in your best interest. And I'm not saying to go out there cause I like to go out there and grind and work hard and have a good work ethic and want to take it to the next level. It's important, and I would encourage everyone to go after it. But when you're talking about just forcing yourself to get through this grind and so on and so forth, like the whole mentality, I'll sleep when I'm dead uh, type of thing, like think about it. Have you ever thought about what is it? What's the, what's the cost of the daily grind? What is it costing you? 
You can go out there and you could grind and you could do whatever it takes to get you to the next level, whether it's make more money, whether it's to be a better uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, parent, whatever it's going to be. You got to go out there and work hard at it. Professional, I know in the professional setting, you got to go out there, grind, and get it. I get it. I'm all for it. But at what cost? Does it mean that you're ruining relationships as a result of that? Whether it be personal or professional relationships, whether it be, you know, not giving back to you, which I'm going to talk a little bit about in a minute. You know, what's what's really the ultimate long-term grind? So you get to where you want to get to, but at what cost? You've been doing, doing all this stuff, spending all this extra time, and what about yourself? What about your health? What about your mental health? Stressed out, anxious, exhausted. What about your physical health? You know, what is it, what is it done for you? You haven't been able to, you haven't, you're not sleeping because I'm up, I'm, I'm, I'm out there, I'm just working, 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 you know. And then, you know, what happens after that? So you get to where you want to get to. Then you've started a new norm, right? Now all you know is that. And before you know it, dealing with a lot of shit is the residual effects of embracing the grind. Again, I, I, I hear the word and I'm just like, it just doesn't sound positive. Why the hell would I want to friggin' embrace it? You know? I want to realize I have to go out there and work hard and do whatever I have to do to achieve. And sometimes it comes with a lot of sacrifice because maybe it's just embracing the sacrifice. Maybe that's a better way to say it. But because we all make sacrifices to to be better at what we want to be better at. But... Yeah, just I would encourage people to think about what the residual effects are for, you know, embracing it. Like, yeah, so you're doing it, but again, at what cost? And I think that's kind of the big thing. You know, now that I think about it, I think I have the solution. I think I have the solution to the whole grind problem that we're all having. Instead of working harder, why don't we just work smarter? Why don't we just take a moment to sit back, relax, take a couple of deep breaths and say, all right, listen, I'm dealing with the same shit all the time. All right, I got to go and do this because we all have responsibilities. Like, how can I do this easier? How can I make it easier? How can I be more smart about what I'm doing? And then go after it and achieve the same results, but just doing it at a less intense level because you got a chance to think about it and how, and you figured out how to do it a little bit more efficiently. Now, how about that? Sounds good to me. Smarter is better than harder, especially if you're putting out the same result. Take less less toll on you and others. So, who knows? Maybe you hear, heard it here first at the White Tiger Podcast. This could be groundbreaking. Wow. It's intense stuff. It's already probably been said like 50 times over, but maybe just for the sake of this conversation, we'll say it's the first time you actually heard it was was right here. So cool. Hopefully it helped. But, you know, I was thinking too, in reference to the grind, you know, I had mentioned in the intro about the yin and the yang. And, you know, I always saw that as when I heard that term, it was just two different things that were in balance. And I, and I always, and I could even break it down just to the one word balance. Like, and I think it kind of segues nicely into the grind as far as like maybe working smarter, not harder, but giving back to yourself. 
like in order for you really to kind of get to the next level, at some point you got to start giving back to yourself. Like, what are you doing for yourself? You know, you have, you probably have a list of things that you could probably do or need to do, but how many of those things include you? Like how many of those things actually include doing something for you to recharge or to reboot or to re whatever, right? Cause that's important in order for you to maintain the level that you want to maintain, you need to fill up the tank again. Right. And I think that's where sometimes maybe we drop the ball. Like we don't fill up our tanks. Like we continue to continue and we continue to do and we continue to continue some more and we just never fill up our tanks and we never create any type of balance. So we're always out of balance. You know, we're grinding, we're doing, we're working, we're achieving, but where, again, where's the effects in other parts of your life? Where is the imbalance? And the importance to that is, is that you have to take, I think, some time to think about how can I give back to myself? Listen, if, if it's about you going to the gym or you going for a walk or reading a book or listening to a podcast or whatever, sometimes you have to do that, you know? And, you know, we could easily get caught up in like the negative ways, which I won't go into, but negative ways of, of trying to deal with all the nonsense that we deal with. But yeah, I mean, at some point you got to give back to yourself. You got to start doing things for you to keep yourself in balance because it could get easily overwhelming and, and out of your control. And that's important. Like that whole yin and y- the whole yin and yang in your life is having that happy balance, that homeostasis in your life to where things are just like, yeah, I'm good. When I'm at work, I'm crushing it at work. When I'm at home, I'm having fun crushing it at home. And then, you know, have a good balance. I'm mentally healthier. I'm physically healthier. Life's awesome. It's great. So, I don't know. It's just a thought. I think it's worked for me. Especially when you're like an intense type of like profession. Like you need balance. Like if, if I was like that way, if I was like a police officer all the time, one, people wouldn't want to hang out with me. Two, people would be pissed off at me. And three, I'd be taking a whole lot of shit home. And I'm sure my wife wouldn't be too happy about it. Oh, you know, now that I think about it, I think there's a lot more like companies and organizations and stuff out there that are getting more with the program and actually kind of like focusing more on their employees, like giving back to them. Like in order for us to succeed, we got to give back to the people that are helping us succeed, you know? So just kind of like, you know, it's more than just beanbag chairs in the office. It's other things, you know, allowing people to do the things that they want to do to grow. You know, giving them the environment where they can, you know, raise their hand and ask for help, you know, and get help. So I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's coming. I, you know, I think it's really important. I think it's something that we miss because you always hear go out there to take no prisoners type of attitude. You know, go out there, grind, 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 do it, work, late hours, early mornings, late nights, weekends, holidays. And yeah, you, yeah, things are great. You're successful. And before you know it, you can buy that duvet you always wanted. Now you may be asking yourself, how the hell does this guy know what a duvet is? Well, in the words of Tyler Durden from Fight Club, I'm just a byproduct of a lifestyle obsession. Dude, I love that movie. Check out that movie if you have not seen it. Awesome. 
So on that note, I just want to thank everybody for coming out here to the White Tiger Podcast. It is very much appreciated and hope you enjoyed the topic. Oh, looks like I got an email, uh, possibly from Mary Constance. Maybe I want her back. Let's take a look. Nope. Looks like it's a email from my dermatologist offering me 20% off Botox fillers. Got to make sure I schedule that one. I am in Southern California after all. So thanks again for coming out here to the White Tiger Podcast. I do appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the topic this week. I come to you with a quick request. Please find me on Instagram and like me because, or follow me, I should say, because I really want to beat my grill. It's competition now. I have to get more followers than my grill is because my grill is winning by a large margin. So if you can help me get over that hump, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm going to start offering things to people to do this because I found out that it's a lot harder than I thought it would be. And while you're tooling around the internet, if you can make your way over to iTunes and hit that subscribe button under the White Tiger podcast, that, again, would be even more appreciative because I know that this podcast would get out to many people or a lot more people that could hopefully take something away from the material that we discuss here. And again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, material for future episodes of the White Tiger podcast, feel free to email me either at wtpodcast.com. You can go to the contact section, fill out your information, and I promise to personally get back to you. Or you can shoot me a message on Instagram at the White Tiger Podcast. So again, thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very, 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 very much for your time. Go out there, be safe, make good choices, and I will see you at the next episode of the White Tiger Podcast. Thanks for listening to the White Tiger Podcast. If you have feedback or questions for future episodes, get in touch by visiting WTPodcast.com. Hey!